Greetings, my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is wonderful and well with your soul. And thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number, get this, 100, number 100, 100. <laughs> can you believe that? I can hardly believe it. I 100, that seems like a lot, but then it doesn't seem like a lot. It seems like I just got started doing these shows. Uh, they're just... Uh, part of the ministry that we're doing in building Gospel Evangelist Church. And, uh, you know, you just keep doing it one day after the other, keep doing one thing after the other, or as the old saying goes, you know, put one step in front of the other, and before you know it, you're many, many miles down the road. Well, we're at number 100 for this show, and I'm excited for that. One, 100. <laughs> How about that? We're also Scripture Discourse number 163. So for our show, we use the Sunday prayer letter and our script and outline as our script and outline. We have we use four chapters in our show. There are nine parts or sections or chapters in the letter, but we only use four for the show. And I'm going to scroll down through the letter. I'm reading this uh, uh, letter off my sword searcher software, Bible software. It's a really the best program I've ever had for for uh, not really studying, but actually writing. I use it primarily and solely for writing the Sunday prayer letter. I have done all kinds of different Bible softwares before, and none of them have really played out the way they advertise to, for me personally. I mean, I'm not speaking for anyone else. When the Holy Spirit directed me to begin writing, uh, it used to be called a Scripture Discourse, and it wasn't a Sunday privilege, it's called a Scripture Discourse. Uh, the Lord, I don't know how it happened, but the Lord just put this Sword Searcher Bible software right into my life, and it became the go-to <laughs> system uh, program the software that I use to do all the letter writing. So I have uh, over three years worth of writing these uh, shows, you know, fifty, you know, one one a week. So that's uh, I got 161. So that's a little over three years of writing these letters, and it seemed like I'm still learning. That's what the that kind of bugs me a little bit. Is like I'm still learning. It seemed like you would learn it by now. But uh, all of us have different challenges and different struggles that we must go through. Uh, we can, if we allow it, the struggle to stop us. Too many people do allow their problems in their life or their shortcomings or their failings or, you know, their sin to stop them in their life. And that's exactly what Satan wants you to do is to stop. And don't do anything. Don't rock the boat. Don't shake the tree. Don't do anything that would cause anybody to get mad at you. That's what the devil wants you to do. But Jesus said, stand up, let your light shine. And so to have your light shine, that means people are going to be looking at you and they're going to be critiquing you and they're going to be crit criticizing you. And many of them work for Satan, the accuser of the brethren. 
And uh, you have to really get put that armor of God on. You've got to stand up strong in the Lord Jesus Christ and not do it on your own strength, your own ability, or your own um, talents. You must fully and completely rely on Almighty God to give you all the necessary tools and equipment necessary to do the work of the ministry. And in that way, the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit, um, how can I say this? In other words, God gets all the glory, okay, through this through the Spirit of God. God gets all the glory for what you've done, and you don't need to receive any glory, any praise, because everything goes back to the Father. We are servants of Almighty God. Amen? So everything I just said is not in the letter. <laughs> so I think what I'll do is I'll turn my attention towards the search searcher, sort searcher software that's sitting in front of me. Off to my right, I have another computer running the podcasting software that I'll edit, and then I'll upload that to our server, and our podcast goes out to, I think, 12, 13, 14, 15, I don't know, something like that, uh, apps that are out there all over the place. Uh, it's So in other words, you can go to any of your favorite podcast apps, wherever you do listen to your podcast, and you can type in uh, Touching People for Heaven. Or you can type in my name, John, C-H-O-Q-U-E, John Shuck, C-C, not an S, C-H-O-Q-U-E is Touching People Forever. And I should pop up there with 100 episodes. <laughs> How about that, right? Uh, keep you busy for a while. So anyways, uh, turning my attention again to uh, the computer right in front of me here. Chapter 1, Sunday, April 10th, 2022, Sunday Prayer Letter. It's produced by Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People for Heaven. God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. GEC is a church of God at Boulder and Colorado, which is about teaching and sending evangelists to preach the gospel. Amen? <clears throat> the title of the letter is called The Beloved City. The Beloved City. A uh, little side note here. I'm using the word beloved because uh, here a few days ago, I did a, a one more little short film, uh, soul-winning short film, um, that was called Beloved. And uh, I really liked it. It's also the title of my 2022 uh, gospel banner that I lift up on the streets of the 13 cities that I go to. It's a uh, four-foot-by-four-foot gospel banner on a 10-foot pole. It stands uh right at 10 feet above the top of the banner is right at 10 feet. So I'm six feet, plus I got four feet of banner uh, over me. So it's uh, pretty easy for people to see me. And it's called Beloved. I take that out of Jude 120, but I then I did a the uh, short film, Soul Winning short film, that uh, you can find on our YouTube channel, which is really good. Uh, probably the best thing to do with that is not for yourself. I mean, if you're, you're probably already saved, share it with someone. Uh, copy the, uh, the, uh, the link and email it out, or copy the link and send it uh, to a text. I mean, a lot of us have several names in our, our, uh, uh, in our contact file, and just share it around. I mean, I just, just too many of us are afraid to share, me included. I mean, I'm not excluding myself. I, too, struggle with uh, sharing the gospel. But uh, if I tell you to share the gospel, it makes me want to share the gospel. And if you hear me tell, share the gospel or preach the gospel or give away the gospel, then we kind of go back and forth and we edify and exhort and comfort each other in ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen? 
<laughs> so let's uh, let's just go back into our letter, and we'll see what we can do with this show here. The beloved city. We find uh, this title to this letter in Revelation twenty verse nine. I'll read it to you from the King James Bible. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about, and the beloved city. That's our title, the beloved city. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The whole context is you need to read Revelation 20, verses 7 through 10. But I'm just highlighting this one verse because that's where our title is. And you'll see through the letter, we have many other verses that, um, that uh, support or witness to our title. And one more little caveat in our title, The Beloved City, I'm specifically uh, keying direct, uh, key, um, let me see, how do I say this? I'm uh, specifically focusing in on the word city, C-I-T-Y, the beloved city. I mean, but city, C-I-T-Y is what I'm looking at, okay? And you'll see that as we go through the letter here. So once again, this is podcast episode 100 called The Beloved City, and you're listening to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. So greetings, my friend. What kind of a week did you have? (laughs) I so hope it was one that glorifies God. What I mean is that sometimes our life can get turned upside down and all around, so to speak. However, no matter what kind of week we had, the Lord Jesus Christ is still Lord of all. This will never, ever change. And this is why we can trust in the Lord with all our life and know that the Lord Jesus will not disappoint. We should not compare anything that Satan does to the Lord. The devil is a fallen angel. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. Be alert to comparing the two, or even worse, calling Satan Lord. I can hear people say, how can that happen? (laughs) Don't be ignorant, my friend, to the devices of Satan. The devil can become like an angel of light and deceive many. So watch and pray, stay vigilant in the word of truth, always praying, always seeking the Lord Jesus, and always being willing and obedient to Almighty God. There is one God. The devils also believe there is one God, and they tremble. So don't be deceived, my dear friend. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you and we thank you for all that you have done for us and continue to do for us every day. We so love you, Father, and thank you, Lord Jesus, for making a way to the Father and giving us eternal life to all who believe on you, the Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you, Father, for sending your promise, the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Holy Ghost, for teaching us the word of truth and bringing back to our remembrance all the things that Jesus has taught us when he was here and in the word of God. Thank you. And in your precious name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen. So that was chapter one. Let me go back up a little bit here and kind of... So chapter one was the opening, which you heard. It was the greeting, which you heard. A little bit of news there in the first part of the letter. And then I closed the chapter one off with prayer. That's how we do our uh, our messages, our ministry, I guess. And all this is based on the overall uh, theme that the Holy Spirit gave to us. 
So scrolling through our letter, the next chapter is chapter 2, and this is where the main, the sub, and the letter titles are, and lesson 1. The main, this main title will be used until the Holy Ghost gives us a new message, and that title is the Word of God, capital W, Word. And it's found in Revelation 19.13, And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God, referring to Jesus Christ. Under our main title is our subtitle, and the subtitle may be used until we have breakthrough and overcome it. Breakthrough and Overcome is our title, subtitles, found in Numbers 13.30. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. I want to highlight the word IT, uh, possess it, IT, and overcome it, IT. It's referring to a very specific uh, challenge or a very specific obstacle. Sometimes when we're trying to overcome or break through, we don't know exactly what the obstacle is in front of us. And that's where the armor of God plays into, uh, to, into us, where we have to pray in all manners of all kinds of prayers and, and uh, also allowing the Holy Ghost to give us the gifts that He has for us in our ministry. Because all too often, we don't war against flesh and blood, but we war against principalities and powers. The fallen angels that fell with Satan, that's where... M- at one point in ministry, that's what we're doing battle with. Uh, when you're in other areas or you're like a beginning, um, how can I say this, a new Christian, new believer in Christ, often our struggle is not the devil's, but it's our, it's our flesh, it's our past habits, it's our uh, memories. But once you overcome all that, sometimes it takes a, a few weeks, a few months, a couple years. It took me over four years to overcome that flesh part, and then I moved into another realm. And uh, But growth in the Lord Jesus Christ, gro- uh, becoming a believer, is not just a one-time thing, and then you just plateau out for the next the rest of your life and do absolutely nothing. Uh, it doesn't work that way, folks. It just absolutely doesn't work that way. Uh, I'm saying that because all my Christian walk and ministry life, I've run across more believers than I can possibly count who live a flatline life. And when when you hear me say flatline, that's exactly what I'm referring to. And that is when the heartbeat stops beating and it goes, goes, you know, the the old hospital thing, you know, flatline. You want a heartbeat in your life. Amen. I don't know why I said all that, but I did. (laughs) So the third title is our letter title, and it's used for the current week and changes every Sunday. And this title, once again, is The Beloved City, around Revelation 20, verse 9. They went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about. And the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Uh, That's uh, Revelation 20, verse 7 through 10 is the context of that scripture. The last thing here is lesson one, and this is the witnessing scriptures to the lettered title. We're looking at the word as seed, S-E-E-D, seed. The seed is the Sunday prayer, in the Sunday prayer letter, is the letter title, such as the beloved city. And we have seven parts for the witnessing scriptures, one part for each of the seven days of the week that we preach the gospel, of Jesus Christ. We sow the Word of God seven days a week. 
Praise God for that. <laughs> I just keep declaring that. Sometimes we just need to hear it all the time. We're just not a one-day-a-week a church. We preach the gospel seven days a week. Amen? Now, let me get a, a sip of tea here. I've got some hot uh, Bigelow Earl Grey tea here on my desk, and I just like having the tea when I do the podcast. I don't quite like doing it with the live stream because I got this big mustache and beard in front of me here, and it the tea gets inside the mustache. <laughs> For those who don't have beards, I'm not a beard person, but uh, the beard is one of the many things that I'm fasting. The shaving of the beard is one of the things I'm fasting for breakthrough. I fast and pray, Jesus says. So I fast food. I fast a lot of different things. And one more thing that I've added to my fasting is uh, the shaving of this uh, growth on my face, which when I have breakthrough, I will shave it off. Hallelujah for that. And I don't know when that will be. I will be led by the Spirit of God. Going back into our letter now, so April 10th, Sunday prayer letter, The Beloved City. Uh, we are speaking on the word city, C-I-T-Y, which is the believer. The city is the believer. And in Matthew 5, 14 through 16, one of the little verses there in that context is, Ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Let me say that again. Ye, all of us, the believers of Jesus Christ, are the light of the world, a city, a city, a nation, a group of people, a family of God, children of God, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Amen? Cannot be hid. So if it says, if God says it cannot be hid, then don't try to hide your light. If you're trying to hide your light, chances are you're going against God and you're resisting God. And the Bible says you're not to resist God, you're to resist the devil, Satan. See the, see the point there? Don't resist God, resist the devil. Amen? Because if you resist God, he's going to take off. He's going to move back. He's going to step back a step. And that one step is a big step. And it's going to feel like you're all by yourself. When you're not by yourself, the Lord is with you, but you cannot resist the move of the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. If you're not saved yet, if you're not saved yet, why aren't you? I mean, I mean that's like the basic steps of the beginning life. Of I mean, you should have been, should have been saved at two or three or four years old or five years old. I mean, here, how old are you now? And you're not saved yet? I mean... Do you realize that people die every day and that the Bible says that it's appointed for all men to die once and then after that, the judgment? And then if your name is not written in the book of life, you've not believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not saved, that that judgment will be the lake of fire forever and ever and ever? I mean, dude, let's get it done. Let's get saved now. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Pause this podcast now or stop walking or stop driving and pray and ask Jesus Christ to come into your life. Ask Jesus to come into your life right now. Amen? I ain't kidding. <laughs> uh, you, you've probably heard this many, many times. And if you're already saved and you're not telling others about this, whew, I'm glad I'm not in your shoes. <laughs> uh, my shoes are hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> most difficult to walk in for sure. 
let's go back to our letter here. So part one will be, uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to give you, highlight the scriptures for each of the parts, because we have seven parts for the seven days of the week. Part one on Sunday, I'll be preaching at 28th and Pearl. Uh, I'll be preaching on Revelation 20, verse 9, and Revelation 20, verses 7 through 10. That's the whole context there. I'm also going to include the uh, beloved city, and I'm also going to include Hebrews 12, 22, and Hebrews 21, verse 2. So that'll be an interesting day. I'm looking forward to that. Part 2 on Monday will be 2 Corinthians 11, 3, and 2 Corinthians 1 through 12. And I'm going to be talking about the word simple, simple, simplicity, no, simplicity, uh, that is in Christ. And I'm going to do something pretty interesting there, you'll see. Pretty excited about that. Part 3 on Tuesday will be Acts 20, verses 16 through 24. Uh, Acts 20, verse 23, the note I have here is every city. Acts 20, verse 16, the note I have here is the day of Pentecost. That will be an interesting preach. Part 4 on Wednesday will be Acts 18, verse 8 through 11. Uh, in verse 10, I have the note of saying, uh, the notes that says, um, much people in this city. And then in verse 8, believed on the Lord. And then Acts 16, 31 is be saved. Just started talking to you about that. I hope you got that done when I was already talking, because if you let this podcast go and you click off it, you don't know what's around the next bin. I'm a long-haul trucker. I've trucked for 40 years. I'm retired now, but I used to uh, tell people, hey, you don't know what's around the next bin. If you think you know what's around the next bend of the road, uh, you're deceiving yourself. You don't know what's on the other side of the hill. You don't know what's down the valley. You don't know what's on the other side. And uh, so you best take care of and get ready for what is or what could be on the other side of this hill that you're climbing up right now in your truck. Amen? <laughs> yes. Part 5 on Thursday will be Acts 19, no, excuse me, Acts 9, verse 6. The note I have here is, go into the city, be told, must do. That'll be fun. Mark, uh, part 6 on Friday, Acts 7, 55 through 60. Uh, verse 58, I have a note here that says, cast him out of the city. In part seven, lastly, for the seventh day of the week, Saturday, Revelation twenty-two nineteen, and the note I have here is the holy city. Amen. So Gospel Evangelist Church uses the authorized King James Bible for the word of truth. We use no other Bible other than the King James. Uh, I know that bothers a lot of people, and a lot of people have stopped coming to our church because they want to read the Bible they want to read. And uh, tally-ho, <laughs> cheers to them. But that tea is good. <laughs> All right, let's scroll down the, through the letter here. Chapter 3, Breakthrough, Overcome, Lesson 2. Breakthrough and Overcome. Oftentimes, when we are in the need to break through a barrier or overcome an obstacle of some sort, there is sometimes a training portion to complete, a training portion to complete. Now, as believers, and especially us who are in the ministry, our training is in the word of truth, in preaching the word, in ministering the word, and being willing and obedient to do all the Holy Ghost is telling us to do. 
In this fashion, we are more than conquerors. We are truly well able to overcome the thing that many, take that back, to overcome the thing that may be stopping us. Little side note here, I leave all the mistakes I make on the show. I don't cut any of the mistakes out. What you hear coming across the airways right now is what is coming out of my mouth right now. I don't cut anything out because for me, for several years, it stopped my ministry because there's no way I can, I practiced and practiced and practiced and every time I kept making mistakes and I could not be as good as all those who I saw on television or heard on the radio. They were all just so perfect in their speech delivery. And I just basically gave up. And so I leave all the errors and all the problems and all the mistakes I make on the show to let people know that you do not have to be perfect without blame to do something for the kingdom of God. God is a just God and he balances everything out. He gets things right and he'll teach you uh, what to do next, such as he taught me to leave everything on the show. And I said, yes, sir. Amen on that, right? So uh, scrolling back through our letter here, uh, that's why I like doing these shows. They get to add a few things here and there that are not in the letter. So, uh, And this show will be a lot different than the live stream that I'll do in a few hours. Uh, I'm actually pretty early in this uh, timeline here. Normally it's really late, but it's pretty early now. I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> so, uh, so going back in our letter here, uh, let me read this paragraph again in this fashion we are more than conquerors we are truly we are truly well able to overcome the thing that may be stopping us herein lies the need to walk in the spirit of god and to be filled with the holy ghost and with power israel was filled and obedient and the walls came down the walls of jericho And prior to this, Caleb and Joshua were filled with belief in God and entered over to the promised land, flowing with milk and honey. What happened to all the people who came out of Egypt? That's right. They did not believe. If someone who is good and uh, if someone who is good and does not believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, they will not enter into the holy city. And all those who have not believed will not have their name written in the book of life. And thus, they all will be cast out into the lake of fire. Now, the reason I'm saying this here is to exhort all of us to go out into our city, our world, our places of living, and share or preach or witness or do something to get to the people the word of their need to be saved. Do not be afraid of what people, friend and family, may think of you. Their eternal destiny is at hand. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. (laughs) Amen on that. Lesson two here is in this portion, the following seven parts are for the seven days of preaching the gospel. Each part for each day is a type of witnessing scripture for our seed that this letter title is sowing. And that seed is the beloved city. Remembering that Jesus likened the seed to the word of God. And you can reference that in Luke 8, 11. So what I'm going to do here in this letter portion or this part of the podcast is I'm going to read through the scriptures here. What I've been telling people lately, they don't want to listen to the show or they don't want to watch the live stream or they don't want to read the letter on the website. 
uh, or the email, however, you know, uh, go to whatever section that you feel comfortable with and simply read the, all the scriptures that I have here, which I'm going to read in just a second here. And by reading all the scriptures only, you will get a good idea of the direction or the theme or the purpose that the Holy Spirit is conveying to our ministry for this week of preaching. Every week we preach a different title, a different seed is being sowed every week in our ministry. So and we use scriptures to sow the Word of God, because that's what the seed is, the Word of God. We don't sow our own thoughts, our own philosophy, our own experiences. We sow the Word of God. Amen? So April 10th, Sunday prayer letter, the title is The Beloved City, Revelation 20, verse 9. And once again, we are speaking on the word city, C-I-T-Y, which is the believer. Ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. That's Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16, just to highlight that. So we'll scroll down through our letter here and pick up part 1, Sunday, Revelation 20, verse 9. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about, and the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Hebrews 12, verse 22. But ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. <laughs> Revelation 21, verse 2. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Wow. Part 2 on Monday, 2 Corinthians eleven three. But I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. 2 Corinthians 1, verses 12, verse 12. For our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience, that in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we have had our conversation in the world and are more abundantly to you word. A little note here on these uh, scriptures here. If you'll notice, uh, all too often when I'm preaching or ministering or writing letters or however and whatever the Holy Spirit has me doing, all too often I tend to go in one direction or the other in the Bible. And in this direction here, you'll see that I'm kind of going back into the Bible from Revelation, going back each verse is the one before that and the one before that and the one before that and the one before that. Uh, just want, I just wanted to highlight that. That was something that caught my attention when I was doing the letter. So part three on Tuesday, Acts 20, verse 23, save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Acts 20, verse 16, for Paul had determined to sail by Ephesus because he would not spend the time in Asia, for he hasted, if it were possible for him, to be at Jerusalem the day of Pentecost. Part 4 on Wednesday, Acts 18, verse 10. For I am with thee, and no man shall set, set on thee to hurt thee, for I have much people in this city. Acts 18, verse 8. 
And Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his house, and many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed, and were baptized. Acts 16.31, And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. Part 5 on Thursday, Acts 9, verse 6, And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. <laughs> Praise God. Part 6 on Friday, Acts 7, verse 58, And cast him out of the city, and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. Part 7 on Saturday, the seventh day of the week, Revelation 22, verse 19. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Praise God, right? So that ends chapter 3. We'll scroll down through the letter here, moving right along. Chapter 4. Chapter 4 is recap, prayer, salutation, and the closing. So to recap, I've already said so much in this letter that I'm cautious to add more. However, once again, I sense the need to bring to our attention and awareness the preaching of the gospel. This single act and work that we all must do as we go about our daily living and occupation. There are souls all around us who need to know that God loves them and that God gave His only begotten Son that, that, so that all who believe on Him, the Lord Jesus Christ, shall not perish at the end of their life and be cast into that horrible place forever and ever. I beg you, my friend, don't be silent. Don't hide your light. Don't think that someone else will witness to your family or your friends. Please, do not leave their eternal destiny to chance. Thank you, my friend. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you asked us to pray that you would send labors into your harvest. And that is what we do now. We are asking for soul winners to come and to witness to the glorious gospel of salvation through your beautiful name, Jesus. We so love you and desire to be your laborers in your field, bringing in the sheaves from bearing precious seed. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. My letter is signed, Bearing Precious Seed, with my initials, J.C. for John Shuck. Below my initials, I have, let's see, one, two, three, four scriptures. Psalm 126, verse 2. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue was singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. Psalm 126.3, The Lord hath done great things for us, whereof we are glad. <laughs> Hallelujah. Psalm 126.5, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Psalm 126.6, He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, that doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, April 9th, 2022 at 2.25 p.m. Boulder, Colorado, USA. Written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor, Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People, 
for heaven touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much.